Hello everyone, this is Dan Clauser, President and General Manager of the Berkshire Baseball Club, and welcome to our Stepping Up to the Plate podcast series. This is part two of our little talk with Pete Salerno, parent, coach, and board member extraordinaire. So Pete, thanks for uh, for joining us again. You're welcome. Glad to be here. <laughs> um, so our last uh, our last podcast, we talked about what attracted you to the organization as a parent and why you wanted to get your son involved um, in the organization. And then obviously growing into then getting your sons involved in the organization. But um, what we want to focus this podcast on is, um, you know, you're involved as a parent uh, in the organization for two years. And then uh, last year actually decided to get more involved and became a coach in the organization. So um like to kind of talk about that. I mean, what, you know, again, we talked a little bit in our last podcast about the distance that you, that you drive. Um, and obviously when you were just a parent, you could probably break that drive up between you couple. doing it sometimes and your wife doing it sometimes, or maybe those guys driving down with somebody else. But then uh, two years into it, you decided to get involved as a coach, which now made, you know, you're making that drive all the time regardless so what absolutely what was it that made you want to do that again you strong arm me (laughs) that's not true. obviously i kid (laughs) but uh well it was almost a a no-brainer sort of speak uh as i mentioned earlier i i did coach um some of dante's tournament teams with the Eckley Reds Uh, when the Eckley Reds fell apart myself and Randy Hydro were still looking for a place for the for the kids to play uh, in the spring tournaments um, and and summer because at that time Berkshire only had the fall teams correct so we were looking for a a place to play so we kind of created a uh, a town team called Lehighton Indians Um, and as Berkshire baseball started to branch out and we went from fall and then summer, fall, we were looking to begin spring, summer, and fall seasons. Um, and one way for the Berkshire to do that was to kind of incorporate our Lehighton Indian team into the fold. So in the spring, we instead of becoming, last spring, instead of being the Lehighton Indians, we became the Berkshire Red Sox 14U team in the spring. Um, and that came about from a discussion between you and I. Correct, yeah, I mean... When we branched out, like you said, I mean, for years and years and years, we were strictly a fall baseball program. Um, and then we, you know, branched out into the summer and then added spring programs. And, uh, you know, a lot of things that, uh, you know, maybe a lot of people in Berks County don't really realize is with that 14-year-old age group, um, you know, junior high sports really don't exist outside of Berks County. Um, so, you know, for a 13 or 14 year old kid to play spring baseball who lives in Lancaster or Schuylkill County or Carbon Carbon County or, you know, outside of Berks, there is no junior high baseball. Um, you know, that was one of the, the things that kind of made it a no brainer to reach out to you guys because we literally had a, you know, a team of Lehigh kids. We had an existing team, right. And half of them were members of berkshire baseball to begin with right um so it 
kind of was a win-win for everybody it, it brought Absolutely. you guys into the fold it uh, got some kids who weren't initially exposed to berkshire baseball involved in berkshire baseball um, and some of them continued to play with us through the summer and fall and are playing with us even more now um, so that was the initial that was the that, that was how we got um, involved with it how i got involved with coaching um, but one of the reasons, I, I guess I should speak about the reasons why I agreed to that um, would be, you know, I, I, I talked earlier about the reasons why as a parent I wanted my child to play in this organization. Um, as a coach, I had very, very similar reasons. Um, you know, I looked at Berkshire baseball as a good avenue for, for my child to play baseball in. Uh, as a coach... I like those same aspects. I don't, you know, coming from Little League uh, with all the headaches associated with, with, with that, um, with parents' gripes and playing time and all other nonsense, so to speak, um, I was looking to get away from that. When I came here with Berkshire, you know, as a coach, you pretty much handle, Dan pretty much handles all the administrative aspects of it. You can just go to the field and be a coach, pass on, um, information to the kids the kids are all a different breed sort of speak they're not there because their parents sign them up and they have to play and they don't listen to you they pick daisies in the outfield <laughs> you know the kids are there they want to learn it's a terrific atmosphere to be a coach in. how difficult of a, of a uh, sell so to speak was it um, you know you talked about how you felt it was well worth the investment of gas and time to drive to the Reading area from Lee Heighton um, you know, a couple times a week, but when you had that existing Lee Heighton Indians team, and now you're you're making ten, eleven, twelve phone calls to those parents, and you know, how does that conversation? But hey, I got a team for you to play. We're going to be driving an hour every weekend. Uh, again, it's it, it really was not a tough sell at all. Um, when you initially called me, I we were in Florida on vacation. And when we discussed it, I immediately called the two uh, individuals who coached me, Randy Hydro and, and, and Brad Niehoff. I talked to them for like 30 seconds, and they were like, that's great. <laughs> Let's do it. It's, it's easy for us. And, um, you know, Randy and I have been involved with these kids and Brad for a number of years, and they all knew us very well. And pretty much the parents all overwhelming, overwhelmingly said – if you think it's a great idea, let's do it. And those conversations were really short, sweet, and to the point. You must be one heck of a salesman. Well, <laughs> I'm a state trooper by trade. <laughs> so, I, so I guess from from a coaching aspect, you touched on it a little bit. Where you know, I guess the easy sell for uh, you know for Brad and um, you know Randy is the fact that you know the year before. Um, you know, you guys were ordering uniforms, ordering hats, ordering socks, blah, right. blah, blah. Or this year. Decide how much we have to pay for tournaments. Right. This year you're kind of handed the box of stuff. Or, or last year, I mean, you're kind of handed the box of stuff and handed it to the kids. And, I mean, you know, how how much of, uh, you know, of a burden does that really relieve uh, from a coach? A big burden. Anybody who's coached realizes how much administrative um, 
nonsense is, is involved with the coaching aspect to organize to organize a team its practices uh its games you want to play i mean we used to go crazy i i would start emailing people in december for the spring season to f- try and find games to play people who wanted to scrimmage all that stuff was done and it's easy um with you i mean that stuff was done and all we had to do was focus on coaching which is the reason why most people are involved is they enjoy coaching i i would venture to guess that um a number of people who retire from coaching or are forced out early have to do with the off the field aspect of coaching not the on field the off field stuff is what what eats at you that's true. I mean, the the two hours that you're at practice or the two hours that you're at a game um, are probably the the two most relaxing hours that you have as a coach. Whether you're winning that game or losing that game, um, you know you're not uh, you're not sending out an email no, to organize something. <laughs> yeah, it. Uh, so yeah, I can definitely definitely relate to that. Um, you know, where it it certainly. You know the, the off-field stuff certainly really, like you said, can eat up just hours and hours and hours of time. Right. And so. it's that, and it's the belief, the whole Berkshire beliefs, and what we strive for uh, is another thing that both Randy and I enjoy. You know, we're not. Yes, we want to win. Uh, don't get me wrong when I say that, but winning isn't the most important thing. We are teaching kids valuable lessons, and. Um, you know, and we we were proud to be a part of that. We wanted to be a part of that, so the kids can remember other things other than the actual game and the outcome itself. Um, you know, and we kind of talked about this after last week after my last podcast. Um, you know, Berkshire baseball changes a kid's perspective on things. Uh, my son Dante uh, is, although every child is different, he's very different from my older son when he was at that age. Uh, Berkshire baseball has taught him a lot, and you in general, who has been his coach for a number of years, have taught him a lot about responsibility, accountability, um, and I see that on a daily basis with him. And, and I attribute a lot of that for Berkshire baseball. And I'm proud to, uh, hopefully, you affected my son. I hope there's a child out there that I've affected the same way, and that's what I strive to do. That's, uh, that definitely means a lot, and... Um I know, uh, you know, that is really what it is all about at the end of the day. You know, it doesn't really matter. None of these kids are going to remember, you know, 20 years from now, they're not going to remember the medal they won on a weekend or, um, you know, an MVP award or anything like that. But, you know, they're going to remember, um, you know, those times with their their buddies, you know, in the dorms at Rehoboth Beach and, you know, that sort of stuff. And, you know, that that's really – the big picture that as an organization we're trying to to get everybody to focus on and you know in this day and age i mean youth, youth sports have have changed drastically and uh you know we're we're certainly unique in that uh that thought process and i know i mean every, every year it's kind of a a little bit of a weeding out process for us as an organization to make sure we have people who you know buy into that same concept because quite honestly it's really not that popular of a theory anymore to teach kids life lessons through the game of baseball or through any other sport which is really kind of a shame a shame it's absolutely a shame so um 
you know, it's great to, you know, when we got a good group of kids and a good group of parents who buy into that, um, you know, it really makes us want to, you know, keep going out and doing what we're doing. So, um, again, we're uh, kind of at our time limit at this point. So our next podcast featuring Pete as well, we'll uh, talk a little bit more about why he wanted to get involved with the organization as a board member. So thanks again for joining us this morning, Pete, and uh, we'll see you next week. Okay, bye.